0: guys welcome back to the rugby league guru podcast now the super coach positions for season 2022 i believe they will all be revealed mid next week it normally is mid-december i heard from some of the super coach pages that it will be revealed next week so exciting times there the daily telegraph though this afternoon they have just dropped an article talking about some of the positional changes dual positions, some of the keys to super coach in 2022 so i'm going to go through and give my live reaction to this article now and talk. about about some of the changes that we've seen. I think some of them will be a little bit surprising uh, for you. Now, just a reminder, Supercoach fans, if you're listening to this, I assume you are, I've got another uh, another podcast dropping tomorrow morning with Natty from the Weekly Rub Dem where we focus on draft. We're calling it the Supercoach Summer Series where we pick three players every few days. We do a deep analysis on them, so stay tuned for that. Tomorrow morning, Natty joins me to talk. Latrell Mitchell, Matty Burden, and, of course, the Brisbane Broncos superstar, Katoni Stags. Let's get stuck into this article. I'll read it from the top. The KFC Supercoach NRL crew have trawled through the stats and vision to deliver our annual early Christmas present player positions for 2022. And as always, there are some gift-wrapped surprises and some big lumps of coal. The stocks of a number of key players have fallen after losing dual position status, including Kirk Cable, James Tishara, Zach Lomax, and Ben Hunt. But there are also some huge winners to have gained dual position status, including Ewan Aiken and, and Joshy Schuster. Big one there, Josh Schuster. Now, the biggest winner, they've got Ewan Aiken. He will still be center wing second row forward uh, which is massive. Uh, after playing almost every one of his 135 games at center, Aiken has scored dual status after being switched to the back row for his final six games of 2021. Aitken started in the position averaging 80.8, leaving out an injury-affected final round where he played just 13 minutes. However, his KFC supercoach price will be based on a 55.4 season average, which is down due to eight games at center earlier in the year. Since Sensational for you and Aiken. there. Great for people who have got their eyes on him this year. Biggest loser, James Fisher-Harris. He goes from dual position, second row forward, front row forward to just front row forward. JFH was dependable last year. He averaged 62 for the season, the fifth best of any front row forward, and was at one point owned by a massive 53,000 super KFC super coaches. One of the main reasons for his appeal was dual, second row forward, front row forward flexibility, meaning he could be switched with Isaiah and and later nuffs like Caleb Mill, Ryan James. However, JFH has lost dual status this season after playing all 20 games last season as a starting prop. Now, here are the key new dual position players. So, Joseph Manu from the Sydney Roosters. Uh, He has gone from CTW to CTW slash fullback, so he will be available in the fullback role, which is massive, especially in draft competitions. Joey Manu, he's a guy you could grab at fullback at a really good value there. UNA, can we mention him? He's gone from centre wing to second to centre wing, second row forward. AJ Brimson has gone from fullback to fullback 5'8. So it really lifts the stocks of AJ Brimson. I think 5'8's going to be a little bit shallow this year as well. So to get AJ there is going to be massive. Still a great option to have at fullback too, obviously. Stephen Crichton goes from CTW to CTW slash fullback. Another great get there. I wouldn't put Stephen Crichton probably in the top 15 super coach fullbacks, realistically. He will have weeks where he does well, but uh, unless he's scoring tries, he really does struggle supercoach-wise. So not a huge mover there. Josh Schuster, he goes from 5'8", to second row forward slash 5'8", which is massive. To have a dual position, second row forward and 5'8", in your draft team, who's averaging 50 to 60, potentially 60-plus 60 points, is absolutely massive for Josh Schuster. Love that move there. Cohen Hess, he goes from second row forward to second row forward and front row forward. Cohen Hess there from the North Queensland Cowboys. Not overly relevant, but in your deep, deep leagues, could come in handy. Uh, Nia Kore, he goes from 2RF only to center wing slash 2RF. Massive there, dual position getting center wing. Uh, obviously, it's probably a little bit less... Um, less relevant than what it has been over the last few years obviously in this situation near Corey three or four years ago would have been absolute gold playing as a second role but getting CTW is huge the game has changed a little bit I still think there's value in guys like that but not as much as there was two years ago Jordan Rapana from the Canberra Raiders he's gone from center wing to center wing slash fullback so another guy you can throw in the one jersey going to be a heap of fullbacks this year which is a positive Bailey Simonson from the Canberra Raiders same situation as well goes from CT CW to CTW slash fullback. Gets that dual eligibility there. Blake Taff, he goes from 5'8". Wow, he goes from 5'8 only to to halfback slash fullback. Interesting one. We heard Ben Hornby say the other day they sort of see him as 5'8", not a halfback. But halfback slash fullback, really good value there in Blake Taft. Now, I'm not sure where he fits into this team. I don't think he'll be the 7. I don't think he'll be the first choice one either. But he's only one injury away from being a real star in this South Sydney team and a star in your Supercoast draft team. So a good guy to keep uh, on your extended bench, especially when he offers halfback and fullback, two positions that are going to be tough this year, especially halfback. Halfback, back I think. Uh, Tyrell Sloan, he goes from CTW to CTW slash fullback. If you can grab Sloan and you can play him as a CTW, that's massive. He'll be playing fullback uh, for the Dragons this year, you'd have to assume. So one to keep an eye on there. Not really sure how he's going to score. Haven't had a, look, a good deep dive on him yet. Uh, we've then got Jakey Gramble. He goes from hooker to hooker slash fullback which is unbelievable to think about. Uh, I don't think that that's really overly relevant. Good on Jay Granville, a huge achievement, but not overly relevant. Uh, Amone from the Dragons, he goes from halfback to center wing slash 5'8". Really interesting one there. If you can grab him and you don't have to play him at 5'8", if you've got another 5'8 and you can plug him in the center wings, I really like that. Josh Kerr, he goes from front row forward only to getting second row forward and front row forward. So a good little option out of the Dragons there. We love our dual position forwards like that. Jaden Sullivan, he goes from halfback to 5'8 slash hooker. Now Jaden Sullivan, I think he's going to be the 14 for the Dragons. Uh, So I don't think he's going to be overly relevant. But once again, and he's one injury away from potentially playing halfback, 5'8", hooker, or fullback in that team. Uh, so if you manage to have him in your team and he's 5'8", hooker, absolutely massive. He could be a real high-end hooker uh, if he manages to land a starting spot or if there are injuries or suspensions or whatever it might be. The last one here, we've got Michael Cheekham, obviously joining the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He gets second row forward slash center wing. I think he was only 2RF last year. I think previously he has been 2RF slash CTW. I don't think he'll get enough minutes or a position in this South Sydney team to be relevant, though. Here are the guys that have lost their dual position. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Now, Ben Hunt. He is now halfback. He has lost hooker. So, for years, Ben Hunt was hooker slash halfback. Uh, very disappointing. He is only available at halfback now. Obviously, Andrew McCulloch there and whatnot. He hasn't played nine in a year or so. So, a big loss there for Ben Hunt. Zach Lomac. He has held fullback for a couple of years after uh, he was trialed there, I think two years ago. He's lost that now, so he has just centre wing. So the stocks of Lomax and Hunt, they drop. James Shaharish his stocks drop. He's just front row forward. He loses two RF. So as much as it doesn't change his score, especially in deep draft comps, that really does hurt a guy like James Harris. He can't move him around. Same as Kurt Cable. 2RF slash CTW last year. He's lost the CTW. He is just going to be available in the second row, which is a stinger. David Mead from the Broncos last year. He was CTW slash fullback. He's lost fullback. Corey Oates, he was CTW slash 2RF. He has now lost that second row forward position. Uh, Those rumors have been circulating for years, but he has lost it. Here's the big one though, and this is one that has really taken me by surprise. Matt Burton. In 2022, he will just be 5'8". Uh, he's lost half back. Last year, he was dual position half. But it shocks me that he hasn't gained center wing. He played there all last season. I understand Canterbury are going to use him at 5A. But surely, when you play center wing for an entire year, you're one of the best on the field at center wing in the grand final. Surely you grab it. That one has really bowled me over. So that definitely hurts. Uh, Matt Burton there. Now, we're going to mention him heavily on our Supercoach podcast dropping tomorrow morning. And we obviously recorded this before this came out. So we assumed he would be 5'8 center wing. So that's a big stinger. Uh, Dean Irima from the Melbourne Storm. He loses fullback. He will just be center wing. Tane Milne. He loses second row. Keeps center wing. Not really a big loss there for Tane. Obviously, he's going to be playing in the centers anyway. So you're not going to pick him as a 2RF anyway. So not really a big deal there. Big one here though. Victor Radley. He's been second row forward slash hooker for a couple of years. I know that I used him as my hooker when Andrew McCulloch was injured last year. He's lost hooker, so he's only going to be 2RF. So another stinger. The hooker position is definitely going to get harder and harder. That's one less guy that you can pick there, Victor Radley. Uh, Dane Laurie, he had fullback slash center wing. He's established himself as a fullback at the West Tigers, so he will just be fullback in 2022. He loses his CTW. Now some key positional changes. Nick. Hines, he was fullback slash center wing, he changes to halfback slash fullback this year, so Nico Hines, you can get him at halfback or at fullback not at 5'8", like we were expecting halfback or at fullback this year for Nico Hines at the Cronulla Sharks two tough positions to fill that you can fill with a superstar there. Kurt Mann. He's gone from 5'8 slash hooker to 5'8 CTW. Now, this is was he what he was a couple of years ago. Uh, losing the hooker really hurts. Hooker is just going to get more and more difficult. Depending on where Kurt Man lands, it could be 5'8. It could be center. God knows where he's going to play. Uh, but 5'8 center wing for Kurt Mann. Xavier Savage. He goes from center wing to only fullback. So if this guy does manage to land a spot in this team somewhere, I I I don't think it'll be at fullback, personally. I think it'll be on the wing, maybe. Uh, But I don't think he'll be in the team to start the season. But that's a real stinger there. Uh, You can only play him at fullback. The vast majority of teams will have a fullback that is better than Xavier Savage. So that one's going to be an awkward one there. Cody Nicarima. He goes from halfback 5'8 to hooker, halfback. Uh, I don't think he'll start in the halves, though. I th- I've got a feeling he'll be jersey 14, so I don't think he'll be overly relevant. But with one or two injuries there, it'll be very handy to have Cody Nikarima playing him at hooker or at halfback. Connor Tracy. He goes from halfback 5'8 to CTW 5'8 uh, at the Cronulla Sharks. I like that one. CTW 5'8, a really good game there. Really big one here. Probably one of the bigger ones on this list for me. Connor Watson. He goes from 5'8 Hooker to second row forward Hooker. Now, for him to keep Hooker is sensational. And to grab the 2RF is massive as well. Yes, he's going to be coming off the bench for the Sydney Roosters, we assume so. But I still think this is a guy that is going to average 50-odd points with huge upside in this Roosters side. So if you've got him as a 2RF, I reckon he's a huge point of difference. If you've already got a good Hooker and you can play Connor Watson in your 2RF, you are absolutely flying there. Adam Dewey, he has gone from fullback 5'8 to 5'8 slash center wing. So really... Handy there, Adam Dewey, Obviously, losing fullback, I'd rather him have centre wing than fullback. To be perfectly honest with you, uh, enough fullbacks, but a champion like he, a champion player like him to get him in uh, centre wing—that is massive. Another key addition just mentioned here: Jaden Nikarima. He has been given halfback slash hooker. I don't think you'll see Jaden Nikarima all that much. To be honest with you, best case scenario, he plays fourteen occasionally, maybe during Origin and stuff. But I really don't see it more relevant. Jackson Hastings, halfback slash five eight. Really interesting year for Jacko. We've had him on the podcast. You've all heard him talk. I'm really excited for him. And I'll tell you what, Jackson Hastings, he I assume he will be the goal kicker in that team as well when he's on the field. So Jackson Hastings, if you can get him on your extended bench in your draft side, keep him as a little plugger for later. Halfback slash five eight, one or two injuries. He could be a real star, Jackson Hastings, one to keep an eye on. We'll have a full review next week of all the positions when they finally come out live, but that's a little sneak preview brought to you by the Daily Telegraph.